Hi, welcome to the 14th episode on the Life on the Grow episode. I mean show, podcast show. What am I saying? Anyways, guys, to be honest, I am kind of frustrated right now because I was trying to assemble my third ever ring light. Okay, so a little backstory. My first ever ring light got bitten off by my dog, Diego. He bit off the jack for the light. So that's broken. So I bought a second one and I was trying to adjust for the phone holder and it easily broke. You know, that's what you get for buying cheap ring lights. And now for the third one, I am just so frustrated because I cannot assemble it. I have always been the worst at assembling stuff. So this is not good and this is not really timely for me. Mostly because I'm doing a podcast. But anyway, today we're going to be talking about something very interesting. And this is one of my favorite self-help books this year hands down it's called ego is the enemy by ryan holiday i know i have been raving about this book in my lives i think yeah if if ever you were to ask me what is my most favorite self-help book as of the moment it's gotta be this one ryan holiday ego is the enemy because this particular book has resonated me the most And we're gonna be talking about that much later. But first off, I'm gonna be talking about the updates that has been going on for me this week. So, recently I just got my tooth extraction. You know, um, having a mom, having a dentist, mom, whatever you may call it. Yeah, has a lot of pros and cons. I mean, it has more a lot of pros other than cons because I have free braces and all those other cosmetic services that some of the people would want but here's the thing I am very lazy that's why I I'm not proud of this one but I think I have gotten braces three times already in my life just because the first one I didn't like it so I had it immediately removed I demanded my mom to take it off because I didn't like it. It was so uncomfortable for me. I was, I think, a grade schooler and I had a, I had really big trouble of eating, obviously, and I couldn't take it. So yeah, I forced my mom to take it off. And then fast forward to third year high school, I wasn't brushing my teeth enough. I know it sounds gross, but now i'm a different person i swear to god so yeah usually my brackets would fall off because i am so stubborn out my mom told me not to eat these type of foods when i'm wearing my braces but i still do the other thing otherwise that's why my brackets keep falling off and yeah that's why my mom finally gave up and she just wants to give me veneers to just settle things off but now I got my tooth extracted because one particular tooth decided to die. You know, I know, as you guys can already tell, or you may already know, I'm a huge sweet tooth. I love eating sweets, and you know, the consequences are definitely creeping up slowly. That's why 
one tooth fell off. I had it root canal. I'm not sure what specific jargon from the med- dental medicine department, but yeah, I got my tooth root canal, and then basically that tooth is dead. It's not living anymore. So yeah, I got it extracted, and right now I have a missing tooth, and it's really weird. Just letting my tongue run across that empty space in my teeth I mean in my mouth which is so weird all I feel is gums but anyway yeah having a dentist mom is cool but it kinda it's sometimes annoying because your mom treats you as a lab rat because my mom likes to experiment what she has learned in her you know webinars and she would use us the kids as her lab rats for her experiments if it worked or not but i'm not complaining naman it's it has been a great opportunity some people say that i have nice teeth my mom says otherwise but i don't care as long as i can eat properly eat the things that i want i'm good but anyway let's move on to the topic that ego is the enemy and this is probably the most excited i am when it comes talking to a podcast because this is i love this topic i love this topic so much so the reason why i've decided to talk about this topic for today's podcast is that this principle holds dearest in out of all the principles i clung to because of what i do most especially when people are slowly starting to recognize me as an influencer or a content creator or a public figure or whatnot. And it's absolutely scary yet very exciting because I would never have thought in a million years that it would resort to this. It is scary. To be honest, this is it's, it's pretty scary because whenever you are dealing with this type of profession, quote and end quote, you are most certainly placed under a lot of scrutiny. People will be monitoring you detail to detail, what you are doing, what you are doing wrong, your opinions about stuff, your strong convictions. You know, you are being placed under really close attention by a lot of people. Your beliefs and all other things about you. And that is why it's very important, at least for me, as an influencer, quote and end quote, to stand strong with the principles and values that keeps me grounded from all the attention and scrutiny from the society. And, you know, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday has definitely helped me with all of that. Well, for most parts. This book is one of the few books that truly resonated with the predicament that I'm currently in, that I'm currently struggling. And I'm not really struggle, but I'm currently fighting. And because, you know, you'll never know. That's why I'm very excited, more ecstatic about today's episode. Because this self-help book has truly helped me a lot over the past few months. So, I'll basically, I'll just be mentioning important notes that I've written on my handy-dandy notebook. What is that voice crack? Hello? My handy-dandy notebook. And maybe expanding it expounding it further and discuss it based from my own understanding of it so let us go so 
in my handy dandy notebook. <laughs> I don't know why I keep calling it handy dandy notebook, but it sounds fun. I was such a huge fan of Blue's Clues back in the day. But anyway, um, it starts off as a simple quote. It's called, um, I mean, it states, the first principle is that you must not fool yourself. The easiest person to fool is yourself by Richard Feynman. Self-centered ambition, the need to be better, more than recognized for, or past any reasonable utility, also known as ego, a sense of superiority and certainty that exceeds the bounds of confidence and talent. Ego inhibits true success by preventing a direct and honest connection to the world around us. We can't recognize opportunities or create them. If instead of seeing what is in front of us, we live inside our own fantasy. Without an accurate accounting of our own abilities compared to others, what we have is not confidence but a delusion. It this are these are one of my favorite lines. That's why I have written these down in my notebook because ego is very, you know, a deceitful mistress. Because if you're all just driven by ego when you're accomplishing your goals, then you are I think you're you're just seeing tunnel vision and not seeing things around you that that truly matters. So I think it's really important to humble yourself in a way, to be you know humble, in, to be humble in your aspirations, to be gracious in your success, and resilient in your failures. And these are the three main things that the book that, that the book discusses. It's about these three things: humble in our aspirations, gracious in our success and resilient in our failures. Buildings that lie so exposed to the weather need a good foundation. It all comes to your principles and values that resonate with your true personality, with your true self, your authenticity. So it starts off with aspire what you want to achieve in life. So to whatever you aspire, ego is the enemy. Practice self-control. Abhor flatterers as you would deceivers, for both, if trusted, injure those who trust them. So I think this is also one thing that resonated with me here in the book because I know some people ask me how I deal with haters, and my answer is simply I don't I don't take them seriously as I would when I see a compliment in my comments when I do videos. It's not that I don't care. But I, I just don't take them seriously. I take to heart because whenever I receive a negative comment, you know, people have a lot of opinions about yourself. Not all people would love you or agree what you are doing. There are always conflicting opinions in the society and that is okay. We are all not the same. We don't think the same and you should accept that. So that I think that is my main concept when it comes to dealing with negative comments or feedbacks but you should be able you should also be able to distinguish which type of negative feedback you need to focus on so because maybe it will help you in the future or improve something that you need to work on and whatnot so moving on so be slow in your deliberation, but be prompt to carry out 
your resolves. This is the quote from Socrates. So although we think big, we must act small or live small in order to accomplish what we seek. You know, facts are better than dreams. You know, when we post something in the internet saying that we are embarking on this particular journey that we want to take and achieve this goal, you must also take into account what type of intentions that you have or what type of idea you want to portray to your followers. Is it is it because you want to inspire them, you want to motivate them because you are working super hard with your goal or is it just ego? You just want to let other people think that you are busy with something and you have goals that you have set up for yourself so that people won't look down on you. Or is it just like that? You know, it basically means your intentions of what you post in social media or what you tell your friends. And that is ego if you're just focusing on bringing themselves down and shoving their faces that you have more and you have something to be recognized for. That is like the main thing here about the book. Okay, so moving on, this part of the book is called the talk, talk, talk. And it starts off with a phrase or quote saying, those who know do not speak and those who don't know speak by Lao Tzu. I'm not sure if I said his name right, but I'm pretty sure I murdered his name. But yeah, silence is strength. And I agree with this one so much. You know, there are certain things that needs to be unsaid. If, you know, if the other party is one, one dimensional, has a one dimensional thinking and is trying to argue with you that he is right, then it's just a waste of time trying to prove your point. Because if that particular person doesn't have an open mind into criticisms or improving his perspectives, then it's basically just a waste of time trying to explain your side just stay quiet you know just shut shut it and just hope for the best i mean not hope for the best but you know better be the better man so to be or to do in this formative period the soul is unsoiled by warfare with the world it lies like a block of pure uncut parian marble ready to be fashioned into what you know, when we're kids, we are very vulnerable because we are very, I mean, like we are very vulnerable to a lot of influences around us. I mean, like as today, we are, our behaviors, our thinking, our response to a lot of things are influenced by a lot of factors such as our political opinions, the our desires, our religion, you know, our beliefs when we had as a kid and all that stuff. That's why we really need to be careful of what we absorb or what we bring as when we get older. Because it's going to stick if you don't, if you're not aware of it. So, if we are not careful, we can very easily find ourselves corrupted by the very occupation we wish to serve. Fall in love with the image of what success looks like for you. Is it 
Is it money? Is it giving back to people? Is it some type of service that you want to give back to the community? Is it donating a lot of food or money or clothes to the needy? Or just living simply with your family and your friends? It depends on you as long as you're not impressing people. I mean like seeking a lot of accolades so that you can somehow let people know that you are important. Impressing people is utterly different from being truly impressive. I love this line from the book. Ego replaces or crosses out what matters and replaces it with what doesn't. Do I need this? Or or is this just for ego? When when would we when we buy stuff, when we buy new stuff, like a new phone, for example, you know, some of us are subconsciously just buying this so that we want to be socially approved because we have a new phone and you know intentions again what is the reason why you're buying a new phone a new car buy a new condo or you know just trying to show up with your friends in your story pictures of your food where you are what are your intentions is it is it like do I, do I need people to know about this or is this just about ego? So to be or to do, life is a constant roll call. So the book also states that it's very important to become a student of something. You know, we should be constantly learning about new stuff we don't know because, you know, studious self-assessment is the antidote of a lot of things. Basically everything. When you are you know, under the state of self-assessment and you're asking a lot of questions, you will be shocked how many things you don't know of. And that is okay. That make, That's what makes us human, to be curious. So to get real and continuous feedback about what they know and what they don't know, from every angle it purges. Ego that puffs up the fear that makes us doubt ourselves and any laziness that might make us want to coast. A real student is like a sponge. A real student is his own teacher and his own critique. There is no room for ego there. You cannot get better if you are conceived and you are the best. Take take critical feedback and solicit it. You know, this is what I also take in mind whenever I meet strangers because each stranger that we meet or see or talk to, they, they are a master of something. They, they know something that we do not. So that's why I have massive respect to strangers because we never know what they're going through behind the scenes. Although we know them on by face value. I mean, it depends on the context of what who, 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 who you're talking to. You know, it might be a friend or a stranger because you're a friend, you've known them for a while now, but a stranger, you just know them by face value. So it's very important to be compassionate and be respectful when it comes to strangers because you'll never know what they're going through behind the scenes or what, what they know, what you don't know. So be a student and learn from everyone you meet because they are a master at something at one point. 
and learning is essential. <laughs> so purpose is about pursuing something outside yourself as opposed to pleasuring yourself. So there, here's a very interesting concept that I came upon when I was reading this book. And it says that don't be passionate. And that was when, when the first time I saw this. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Don't be passionate. That's crazy. You know, a lot of self bo- self-help books talks about or raves about this particular concept. And, you know, they say that you need to be passionate about something. But no, this concept is contradicting. But it's not at all that. I know what you're thinking, but let me explain. Ryan Holiday states that you don't need to be passionate. When it when he means by passion, he means by unbridled enthusiasm of something, of a particular goal. He wants to portray, rather than be being passionate about something, you need to be effective and committed to a purpose. If you want to be the most successful person in a field, work for it. Try hard, work harder, and you will succeed. Hard work beats talent, as you may already know. The first step to success is recognize how hard it is to succeed and be a worker bee. Also realize that failure is a necessary step in order for you to become a better person or being better at something. We all know how hard it is to fail. The writer, Ryan Holiday, does forget about that. But he has an important advice for all. Make it so you won't have to fake it. (laughs) Work hard to succeed. Show this daily to others. And most importantly, show it to yourself. What purpose are you trying to portray for yourself or to the public? Right? so nice they're, they're, moving on the, um, Ryan Holiday talks about this Greek word called I know I'm gonna murder this word again but whatever this is called euthymia it's E-U-T-H-Y-M-I-A it's basically a Greek word that means tranquility in English but Ryan Holiday uses it uh, in a sense of staying in one's lane of humility without getting distracted by all that is destructive so when we're staying in our lanes and we get these accolades for, you know, when we are, um, you know, getting our rewards when we're working hard and we have these accolades and sometimes these accolades, these rewards we get are sometimes a distraction and sometimes it can be very detrimental to... our values and principles if we're not aware about it if we're just in autopilot and accept accolades and just let it consume us the admiration of others then you're most likely just gonna be driven by ego and forget what who you really are from the start when you started this particular goal so it's very important to be humble Humility is very important when it comes to your success. Gracious in your success. Humble in your aspirations. So it's basically the result of that clarity and consistency when we, ha- when we achieve to not care of others and celebrate our inner and most of all embrace our authenticity. 
false hope versus true hope another concept brian holiday stated about in the book with false hope everything seems easy true hope is in a sense more difficult but in a way it is also an opportunity to improve our abilities when it's when it comes to false hope when we're doing something and everything seems easy then you're not you're not pushing yourself outside your comfort zone there's this particular um phrase that brian holiday talked about in his book when you're not doing something outside of your comfort zone then it's also a type of ego that you're currently in because you don't want to be outside of that uncomfortable state that you're in you just want to be safe you want to stay where everything is all right for you and that is ego basically so ryan holiday encourages you to go outside of your comfort zone try new stuff fail and then improve notice what's wrong take a step back take two steps forward and you fail again that's all right take another step back and improve until you get the results that you want and um for i think the last part of this podcast it's being resilient in your failure you know restraint it says that you should also restrain yourself when it comes to like adversities you must do nothing take it eat it until you get sick endure it quietly brush it off and work harder play the game ignore the noise with the love of god do not let it distract you So the book talks about entitlement, control, and paranoia. And I'm just going to talk about the three things that they talked about from this book. Alright, so one of the symptoms of approaching nervous breakdown is the belief that one's work is terribly important. A smart man or woman must regularly remind themselves of the limits of their power and reach. Entitled assumes that this is mine, I've earned it, without taking account the people who are involved in control it must be done my way even little things inconsec inconsequential things why can't i say that word right paralyzing perfectionism so some of us think that working alone is a good thing because you know independent and shit but it completely shuns off our potential because as human beings we are intrapersonal intrapersonal beings you know we did not strive as a species as an individual but as a collective you know we have to work together we collaborate ideas and execute it we take critical criticism so that we can make ourselves better at something so that we can improve but if you think otherwise that's on you you know you're wasting all your potential and you know that's on you but all right so paranoia thinks that i can't trust anyone i am totally by myself with this this is self-loathing in a way i think this is self-sabotaging yourself thinking that you are alone nobody likes you your idea sucks that's what you're thinking you know you have placed a lot of thoughts in your head that you're not well equipped to be working with someone else you just haven't found someone that has the same mindset with you that's why it's very important 
you know, to keep to, to choose friends or to keep friends that you know that they're gonna be with you till the end, and also has the same mindset as you do, because it's not only healthy for your well-being, but it's also very healthy in your social in your social life. <laughs> so um. Yeah, managing yourself, it's not enough to have great qualities. We should also know how to manage them. Responsibility requires a readjustment and then increased clarity and purpose. Be- beware the disease of me. If I am not for myself, who will be for me? If I am only for myself, who am I? Ego needs honors in order to be validated. Confidence, on the other hand, is able to walk and focus on the task at hand regardless of external recognition. Never forget who you are, what you truly are, what you do, your principles, your values, your purpose, and your huge why when you achieve a certain goal. I think that's like a very important key. So who has the time to look at the picture of himself? What's the point? You know, some people are very narcissistic. So being narcissistic is some type of ego because you're trying to look good for everyone. I think. Don't get me wrong. Don't quote me on this one. So yeah. Meditate on the immensity among man who is separated from all who is in harmony with all. Ego blocks us from beauty and history in the world. It stands in the way. Creativity is a matter of receptiveness and recognition. This cannot happen if your world revolves around you. Remind yourself it is pointless. It is pointless to rage. It is pointless to argue trying to explain your side that you are right. That you are smarter than this particular person. Sometimes it is hopeless, sometimes it is not necessary, but try to avoid arguments and most importantly, try to avoid rage and fight and try to one-up those around you. It is basically pointless. Realize how much came before you and how only wisp of it remain. Maintain your sobriety, meaning your egoless form your egoless spiritual form as you may want to call it the height of cultivation runs on simplicity sobriety to command oneself if you want to live happy live hidden but it depends on the context of what you do obviously for what often comes next ego is the enemy the undisciplined pursuit of more so yeah, this is the last part of the podcast. I know I mentioned this a while ago, but I just forgot there are a lot more things I need to mention. Just because I just this is like the most notes I've written on from a particular book. So we don't need pity, our own of anyone else's we need purpose, poise, and patience to whatever failure and challenges you will face. Ego is the enemy. This, this is also one of my favorite parts of the book. It, this is the alive time or dead time. So we live without wasted time. 
When you say about that time, Ryan Holiday states that when people are passive and waiting, when you're just monotonously just watching Netflix and you're just browsing channels in your TV, not knowing what to watch, and you're not absorbing any helpful information that will help your well-being or increase your potential, you're just wasting your time. You're basically better off just being dead because you're not, you know, experiencing new stuff. You're not witnessing you're not talking you're not communicating to a lot of people you're not creating new ideas for yourself just better off being dead (laughs) a lifetime when people are learning and acting and utilizing every second the dead time was when we were controlled by ego remember that comfort zone i talked about that is dead time you're just placed under a very soft shell of this comfort zone that you have built for yourself and you're not, you're not willing to step outside just because you're already good in this particular area and you don't want to feel vulnerable that is ego so now we can live make use of what time you have don't let stubbornness make a bad situation worse the effort is enough the less attached we are to outcomes, the better. When we, when fulfilling our own standards is what fills us with pride and self-respect. When the effort, not the results, good or bad, it is enough. Maybe our you know, parents will never be impressed. Maybe your girlfriend won't care. Maybe the investor won't see the numbers. Maybe the audience won't clap. But we have to be able to push through. We can't let that be what motivates us. It's what effort that counts. When you know you did your best and you put your absolute hardest into putting all that work, then the effort is worth it. You guys, don't beat yourself up too much. So success is a peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you made the effort to do your best, to become that you're capable of becoming recognition and rewards those are just rewards rejection that's on them that's not us doing the work is enough so yeah those are the three things so if i were just to wrap this up with a nice little bow remember to be humble in your aspirations gracious in your success and be resilient in your failures remember your purpose remember your intentions When you want to share the world what you want to achieve, remember your why. Do not be swayed by ego. Do not be deceived by ego. Be aware of what you are feeling. Also realize why you are doing what you are doing. That's very important also. So I think that wraps up the podcast episode. This is kind of... I think this is the longest podcast episode I've ever made. I think it's more or less 30 minutes. But I'm just browsing through my notes and just in case I miss something. Um, Yeah, I, I want to end this podcast with a line. And it says, this is coming from the same book also, obviously. Always love, you know? Always choose compassion. When 
And why should we feel anger at the world as if the world would notice? Love is right there, egoless, open, positive, vulnerable, peaceful, and productive. Always love. Don't rage, don't hate. Don't try to one-up someone. Always choose compassion and perspective. I'll see you again next week. Until then, live life to the fullest. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. If you like what you hear, and if I've improved your life even by just the tiniest increment, then I've done my job. Then don't forget to follow Life on the Grow podcast on Spotify. Thank you guys again for listening. I love you all. And then don't forget, knowledge is not power unless it's acted upon. All right. Talk to you guys next week.